Welcome. I'm Dr. Liz, an entrepreneur, speaker, podcaster, mom, and wife. This podcast is about hypnosis, but also about all kinds of ways to help you live your fullest life, to heal, transform, to play the long game and go after the joy. You can see more about me at drlizhypnosis.com. Hop over there to get a free hypnosis file to decrease fear and anxiety or one to increase emotional stability. They're there just for you. I hope you enjoy the podcast as much as I do. Peace. Hi everyone, Dr. Liz here. Today I'm going to talk about three keys to self-hypnosis. Now, a lot of people ask me how to do self-hypnosis. And I'm going to assume when they're asking that question, they're not listening to a file that they've downloaded or they're not seeing a hypnotherapist. Like they really want to create this on their own, create some change on their own. So we're going to start with that assumption. Now, technically, most hypnotherapists will tell you that all hypnosis is (laughs) self-hypnosis. So like you have to follow along even if you are downloading um, a file and listening along or if you're in someone's office. I mean, you don't have to follow along. You can choose to follow along. And when you choose to follow along, you are essentially doing self-hypnosis. There is uh, one of my friends, Rich Guzzi, who's been on the podcast a couple of times that will tell you that he can hypnotize someone whether they want him to or not. (laughs) That's because he's been on like so many radio shows and television and all kinds of stuff where he has to go in and do that very quickly to someone who may not be friendly to hypnosis. He's not doing anything nefarious. He's just sometimes making them do something funny or something. And then afterwards, they'll be like, oh, I didn't think I could be hypnotized. And it's like, well, yeah, I guess you can. Okay. That's definitely not (laughs) self-hypnosis. He's doing that from the outside. But when you're typically talking about self-hypnosis, It is someone wanting to make some change at home by themselves. Now, I do this for myself. I have made many, many files for myself when I've wanted to change something. The first key to self-hypnosis is getting very clear on your intention, what you want to change, and phrasing it in the positive. Let's say you want to stop eating after 8.30 p.m. or when the sun goes down. Like, I'm not going to eat after dark. This doesn't apply to the areas of the world, obviously, where it stays light all night. (laughs) Okay, but for most of the world, let's say you want to stop eating after dark. That's actually phrased in the negative. The positive of that would be I want to rest my digestion after dark. I'd like to feel at ease after dark versus I want food cravings after dark to go away. That would be the negative. I'd like to feel at ease and comfortable after dark. So that's just an example of flipping that. So get very clear on your intention and try to phrase it in the positive. So let's say you've done that and you know what you wanna change and you know the positive of it, then I would suggest that you do record it for yourself. Now you don't have to do a long relaxation at the beginning. If you think that will be helpful, you could add that. There's plenty of scripts online that are free that you could Google up and get that and record that for yourself. But I don't think that you necessarily need to, depending on whether you feel like you can go into let's say a light hypnotic trance pretty easily yourself, but you get to choose that. That's not one of my keys actually, (laughs) is whether you put relaxation at the beginning or not. 
My second key is to focus on the positive that we just talked about. When I do hypnosis and what I learned during my training many times over is it's about 80-20 positive to negative. So I'm going to put the positive suggestions in there about 80 to really 85% of the time and only bring up negative stuff about 15 to 20% of the time, sometimes less. Let's say I'm working with someone with pain. We don't actually talk about the painful sensations a whole lot. We talk more about creating comfort in the body, placing our attention elsewhere, being able to focus on something else, noticing which areas feel good today. So let's say someone's having back pain, then perhaps their arms and legs feel good or their feet. Usually someone's elbow feels perfectly fine (laughs) depending on what's going on. So our language focuses more on that versus the negative. This was years ago when I made a file to lose some weight. You can hear my weight loss story over in episode 149. So if you go to my website, drlizhypnosis.com forward slash episode 149, it will pop right up or you can search it up on whatever podcast player you're listening to. But when I began that journey, I actually made a recording for myself where I talked about all the positive changes. I mean, here is some of the actual text that I wrote to then record for myself. It feels good to crave foods that are good for me. So instead of saying my cravings are going to go away, no, (laughs) it's not going to happen. Instead, it feels good to crave foods that are good for me. It feels easy to limit my intake so that I don't get or feel sick. I feel attractive and fit. I'm exercising two to three days per week, building muscle and strength. My feet don't hurt and my knee is much, much better since I maintain my knee exercises. So you can see in there, I put a little bit of negative. My feet don't hurt. I could have easily had said my feet feel really good. My feet haven't hurt in a long time, actually. And now I exercise, I don't know, four to five, six days a week sometimes. I have to sort of make myself take a day off. I think that's also because I listen to my own hypnosis to love exercising. And this is a shameless plug. That one is for sale on my website under downloads. You can go get it over there. And if you put the discount code podcast in there, you'll get 20% off as well. But that one helped me as well. But this is an example of that 2080 rule. You want to write things in the positive. Now you can write it out and then record it, or you can just speak off the top of your head, whatever process feels good to you. You don't have to have a special mic or anything like that. You could record the file on your phone. Just put it somewhere that you will actually listen to it. Because the third key is consistency. Listen to that file, I would say once a day for about two to three weeks. Listen to it when it feels easy for you to listen. So for me, I used to listen to that file every morning while I walk the dog. It was only about five minutes. I discovered that I liked hearing just my voice. I didn't want background music on it. When I began to do that, those phrases came to me later when I was making choices around my food and those choices felt much easier, I think, than if I hadn't listened to that in the morning or let's say over time. So I believe that consistency is key. Record it, listen to it to help yourself make the changes that you want to make. 
Now, if you want some help doing this, shoot your script over to me. Say, hey, Dr. Liz, can you take a look at this script and see if there's any uh, any way to flip this language? I'm really good at that from being a, a CBT therapist, a cognitive behavioral therapist. I've gotten very, very skilled at reframing a thought into one that's acceptable but works better for people. So I never actually suggest putting in stuff that is just outlandish that you would never believe that you could do. I do actually recommend that you put in things that are reasonable for you, that you're like, yes, I can do this. I think that's originally why I put in two to three days of exercise a week. Never would I have anticipated that I'd want to exercise five or six days. It just would be unreasonable for me at that point. I think when I started that, I wasn't exercising like at all. So, um, so that seemed like a reasonable goal to me. Now, you can always re-record this again once you've seen progress and perhaps your goals shift a little bit. So I know my original statement from when I began the journey is very different than a year later when I had lost all of the weight. Now, the one I did originally is I did it one year ahead. I'm throwing you out bonus keys here. Three keys to hypnosis is um, a good concise title, but here's the bonus keys. I don't want to put 10 keys to self-hypnosis. It's a little too overwhelming. When I wrote mine, I wrote it as if it had been one year. Originally, it started out with it's been one year since that horrible day where I actually threw up. I had gotten like super sick and thrown up and... My original one started off with, it's been one year since that horrible day where I actually threw up. I've lost 60 pounds and I'm on the correct medication for my thyroid. I figured it out with my doctor and just went step by step, not allowing myself to get overwhelmed. So I wrote it as if it was one year, but in the present. I hope that makes sense. The throwing up incident was not actually from overeating, but it's just like, sick in general, sick and my thyroid wasn't regulated properly. And um, it turns out I had some gallbladder stuff going on. It was just a really, really bad moment where I was like, things have got to change. So writing it in the present, but as if it's a year from then, or you could do six months or something like that. It's not, I'm going to exercise two to three times a week. It's I exercise two to three times per week and feel good about it, able to sleep better and not feel exhausted. I'm able to easily stay within five pounds of my goal weight long term. I put in here until I die well into my 80s. (laughs) I'm not predicting my death there, but you know, I put it long term. So you want to write it like that as if it is in the present. All right, people, I think I've given you enough keys for self-hypnosis. And again, seriously, if you need help with one, just shoot it over to me. I'm happy to do that. No charge, really. I hope you are healthy and safe and I wish you peace. truly enjoyed today's episode. Remember that you can get free hypnosis downloads over at my website, drlizhypnosis.com. D-R-L-I-Z hypnosis.com. 
www.hypnosisbyjessica.com. I work all over the world doing hypnosis, so if you're interested in working with me, please schedule a free consultation over at my website, and we'll see what your goals are and if I can be of service to you in helping you reach them. Finally, if you liked today's episode, please subscribe to the podcast or tell a friend. That way, more and more people learn about the power of hypnosis. All right, everyone. Have a wonderful week. Peace. This podcast is not mental health treatment, nor should it replace mental health treatment. If you need therapy or hypnotherapy, please seek treatment from a trained professional.